this is your co-host Astroid Cosplay, and you are listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Welcome to another week of content. This week we're going to be talking about brand planning for cosplayers. And I have, well, I have a few things to say about this course being in marketing full-time and having to strategize brand from a perspective of business most of my day so if you are an individual online and you're in cosplay you're probably going to ask a few questions about what a brand strategy is and what is brand planning and what do I mean by that so having a strategy with a brand isn't just about like building uh, building a presence online through free platforms. So it's not just having an Instagram feed. That's a part of it, and you can definitely build a brand through having an Instagram feed, but there's a little bit more that goes into this. So brand planning from a, from a perspective of a company or from a perspective of a self-brand is about consistency and choices. So, uh, you know, we we won't go, I won't go into like every single aspect of this. Really want these dailies to be a little bit shorter. It's really about consistency, how you are presenting yourself and brand online. So I can give you the for instance for mine. So I created my own logo a couple of years ago using a tutorial uh, through a Photoshop channel and it worked out okay. I've since then kind of changed the font to go with the season. I have a theme for every season. So as far as consistency, the brand takes precedence over the me part of it. So for a lot of people, the branding actually incorporates them and their image. Whereas with Heroes, it doesn't because I also have Astrovoid involved with her brand and her consistency on her own platform, but she's also co-host. So there's a couple of different things going on in this space between the two of us running the show as a platform versus a self-brand. So it's it's consistent in its color for the most part, but you know there are some deviations because I don't always color match when I'm posting things on social media. The banners and the overall look from platform to platform is consistent. So YouTube and Instagram and Vero, well, Vero is the exception. Wherever you find it and also on the website, there should be some consistency. Of course, the website is a little bit different because I can't quite match the fonts without doing a lot of customization. And I don't really want to pay five to ten thousand dollars just to get a customized font on a Squarespace page. So you do have some give and take Um, that will take shape as it goes. But it is consistent in terms of what content it shares as I am across other platforms. So there is really the consistency piece. So then you look for, after that, scheme. What I mean by that is your standards for your brand. So these are all things that go on in the back of your head. And you, of course, you can change these things, especially with a, with a self-brand. You can change them as you go. But if you are really trying to stand out in a crowd amongst many cosplayers or amongst many brands in what you do, uh, you want to create something that is fairly unique in your space and probably is a derivative, much like my logo is, a derivative of other logos inspired by other art that exists in the space. So the logo 
is kind of a Spider-Man theme, or at least that's where it started. It was kind of a Spider-Man look to it. Uh, I wanted that to reflect the the other fonts for Sanctuary, and the word Sanctuary actually were also a part of that. And I wanted that to be more the DC undertone of the the overarc. So there was some thought that went into both the title and the presentation and the colors and the you know everything that goes into that. But that becomes a standard. So I have I have a list somewhere of the colors that I use for the logo for the brand. Uh, for what I produce, uh, of course, you know, you can you can get the merchandise and that's all relatively color coded, color branded, like the blue is a very prominent uh, part of that. Of course, I do have other colors available uh, for people who do want to buy t-shirts or other things. Uh, you can go check that out on the website. Uh, where, okay, so where you're headed and your focus uh, and what you've created. So there's two different ways to look at this. One is that you are the focus, your self-brand is the focus, and the brand lives with you, and when you're done, it is done. My brand isn't like that. I'd rather have it be more of a company look and feel, more of a, more of a, there's, it's, it's more than just me. And it is, it's more than just me. So that if I do want to pass it along at some point, if someone takes over for this and succeeds, me being the host of the show and putting together content for this brand, should they choose to do so, that will pass to them. That Heroes lives on with whatever, however it uh, changes over time, it continues on because I, my face isn't attached to it. You know, it is now, but it doesn't have to be in the future. So that's kind of a, you know, a differing strategy. Uh, one question that comes up is, is all cosplay branding a form of modeling? And is modeling really the only aspect there is to cosplay? And I would say no. There's a fair amount of creation that goes into this. It's a, it's a lot of creativity. So I think the big component here for cosplay and branding inside of cosplay is the creativity and like what you are inspired by in that space and what you come up with, what you plan out, your focus, your timeline, like all of this feeds into your self-brand. So when you are making your cosplays and you know what you decide, like your focus inside of this, what kind of a cosplayer are you? What do you want to promote? What do you what what different streaming services or what different platforms do you see yourself being involved with? Like that all goes into how your brand morphs across these platforms and how it can change over time, how you pivot. And of course, you can pivot, you can be going in one direction and just be like, nope, I don't want to do this anymore. I see cosplayers change their avatars on Instagram sort of frequently. I've changed mine, but usually it's just a font change for the season or just to update the logo a little bit. These are small changes. Some people do some big changes. They'll completely change a the logo, they'll completely change a look, or if they have like a photo shoot where they find a really nice picture or one that they really think turned out well, they'll flip that to their avatar, and you will see that across platforms in most cases. But the real reason for keeping it consistent is so that people can recognize you where they find you. So if they see you on YouTube, that they see that branding on YouTube, and they come to your Instagram, they're like, oh, okay, so there's some familiarity, they see you there, and they notice the fonts, the style, pictures, its it has some continuity to it. Of course, the focus can be very different from platform to platform. That's kind of a different discussion. Does it mean that you're stuck? Are you stuck 
with whatever you chose to begin with. No, of course not. You're not stuck with it. Uh, you're never really stuck with the self-brand. Like You can reinvent it and change it however you want. It's yours. And it's really the same with any sort of company look that you might come up with, what color schemes and fonts and different choices for animations or graphics that you come up with as you go along. And is it going to be focused on you or focused on something bigger than you that can be passed along? Is it really just the logo that you're going for or is it the you part of that that you really want to convey and that you want to build? So that's where we're going to stop today. Thanks so much, everybody. And we will have more to tell you tomorrow. This is Scotty B with Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary saying bye-bye.